Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. My name is Tracy, and you're listening to Tracy Talks. Okay, so everyone around me is absolutely crazy about Westworld. For those of you that don't know, Westworld is a series inspired by the 1973 film of the same title written by Michael Christian about a futuristic theme park populated by artificial beings. It's basically Jurassic Park, but instead of dinosaurs, there's advanced robotic humanoid thingies. People, real people like you and me, they go into the theme park to experience things they couldn't possibly experience in the real world. The most common of these experiences is killing people. And based on the forums that I've read about this show, a lot of people out there, real live people, humans, out there in the world wide webs, like in the internet, people on the other side of their computers, would love to experience killing somebody. Now, I don't know about you, but that's just a bit scary for me. I myself, I'm not too keen on the show. The best part for me has been Anthony Hopkins, but I really don't see myself watching it for very much longer. What about you? Have you seen Westworld? Like me, do you find it utterly boring? Let me know by tweeting me at Tracy Jacobson. Remember to like, comment and subscribe. You can find Tracy Talks on iTunes, Stitcher and pretty much anywhere podcasts are available. If you're enjoying the show, then please leave a rating and remember that you can also find me on Instagram and Twitter at Tracy Jacobson. That's T-R-A-C-I-J-A-K-O-B-S-E-N. The J sounds like a Y because it's Norwegian. This is us. This series already has several episodes available, but I've only managed to watch the first episode because I've been so, so busy. If you follow me on Twitter, you will know that I absolutely loved the pilot. It was, you know, the mix of the building crescendo that just kind of went all the way to the end of the episode and revealed this huge bomb. And you're just like, whoa. And the production design is absolutely fantastic because they managed to to fool you to thinking one thing. And it's not until the very end when they reveal this bombshell that you're just like, how did I not notice that before? Everything from the script to the acting is fantastic. And I was absolutely excited to see Sterling K. Brown on the screen once again. Um, I mean, that man, just keep an eye on him. He is going places. So basically, This Is Us is a story about the lives of several people and how they are all connected. The series showcases both their similarities and their differences while allowing a vast selection of audience members to relate to the characters. And I think that's the best thing about the show. The characters are so relatable in one way or another and it's, it's absolutely amazing because no matter who you are, you will find something that absolutely pulls at your heartstrings with this show. So basically, if you have a heart, and I hope that you do, then you'll love This Is Us. But if you don't have an emotional bone in your body, you should watch it anyways. At the time of this recording, This Is Us has an impressive rating of 8.8 on IMDb and 76% on Metacritic. This week, I'm taking care of Benny. Benny is a puppy. Benny is a very cute puppy. Benny is a very social puppy. He loves people, absolutely loves people. When I take him for his walks, he 
gets overwhelmed by the amount of people that are around him sometimes and he literally starts crying because he, he just wants to cuddle and hug and nip at and get you know petted by every single person that walks by him it's even worse when there's dogs around when benny sees another dog he completely loses his shit like completely ape shit goes nuts he is so social so taking care of benny this week i've realize that there's a lot of differences between being a dog owner in Kenya and being a dog owner in Norway and I'm going to specifically talk about Nairobi and Oslo because that's where my largest influences come from. As a kid I had a lot of pets. I had dogs, I had cats, I had birds, I had a hamster at one point, I had fish, uh, I think it was two goldfish, their names were Theo and Ferry. I had a lot of pets. I love animals. For me, animals are just, oh, kingdom come. I love it. When Trills and I made the decision that I was going to move to Norway, there was a whole bunch of goals, uh, things that we wanted to be able to achieve in order to, you know, make life that much better for ourselves or whatever. There were the obvious goals like for example apply for the residence permit get the residence permit get a job get our own place to live get an orchid and we've pretty much done all of those another goal that i had something that is really close to my heart something that i've i've just been looking forward to forever is that i want to get a pet i'm not very particular about what kind of pet i get i would be happy with a goldfish I would be happy with a hamster. I would be happy with a cat or a dog. I mean, I would prefer to get a dog. Actually, I would prefer to get a husky. But at this point in my life, I honestly don't care. I just want to be able to come home and have a cat or a dog or a tarantula even that I can pet and feed and take care of. Because to be quite frank, kids are not something that I'm going to have anytime soon. So basically, taking care of Benny this week, I have realized that dogs in Oslo and dogs in Nairobi have a very different life. And that's what today's topic of discussion is. A dog's life in Nairobi and a dog's life in Oslo. Okay, so the first massive difference between owning a dog in Nairobi and owning a dog in Oslo is that you need to take your dog for a walk in Oslo. This is not something that I ever did as a kid. Never, ever, ever. Mostly because we lived in a house that had a huge garden. So if the dog needed to go, the dog just went. Like it literally just went wherever and anywhere. And at the end of the day, the guard would go and clean up all the poop that the dog dropped throughout the day. That simple. And also people mostly live in apartments or in houses with very small gardens. And these gardens tend to not be fenced in. So when you go to work in the morning, you leave your dog at home, inside, in a space where it can't really poop. Which means that you need to walk your dog in the morning before you go to work, so that it can clear its bowels and do some exploring. And you need to walk your dog in the evening or afternoon after you come back from work, so that it can once again relieve itself and do some more exploring and just keep its instincts going, you know, that kind of thing. This is something that I have always been aware of, taking your dog for a walk, but it is not something that I've ever really experienced because back home, my dogs just walk themselves. And that brings me to my next point. In Nairobi, 
dogs are usually something that you keep around for security, to guard your property, to ward off people that might want to break in. Whereas in Oslo, that's not really the situation. People don't get dogs here unless they really want to take care of a pet, because dogs are really high maintenance when you're living in a 50 square meter apartment. It's, it's a lot of work. So in Nairobi, where most owners, you know, dog owners don't tend to spend that much time with the dog because the dog needs to stay with the guard. You know, the guy that's guarding your house keeps an eye on the dog. He feeds the dog, he makes sure that the dog is staying healthy and whatever, and you just pay for everything. And also, the owner of the house or whoever's staying in the house, the owner of the actual dog is the one who's doing all this stuff. And that also means that in Nairobi, the dog sleeps outside with the guard you know in his little guard hut or whatever and the dog goes on patrols around the garden or the yard or whatever the perimeter with the dog whereas in Oslo the dog sleeps inside sometimes in its own little doggy bed or in your own bed or wherever that's a huge difference but this is also something I tried to do as much as I could as a kid you see I was brought up Western. My mom, as Kenyan as she is and as Kenyan as she tried to bring me up to be, I always wanted the dogs to sleep inside. My mom doesn't like animals. The only reason she let me get any pets was because I'm pretty insistent. Like, I'm really good at getting things I want. But, um, I got dogs and when they were little puppies, they would sleep inside and I'd be responsible for cleaning up the poop that they left on the carpet or whatever. And as they got older, my mom's like, okay, this is too much, out they go. Now they sleep outside in their little kennel or whatever. People don't have kennels here. Like, I've never seen a kennel in Oslo, ever. The dog sleeps in the house with the humans and, you know, sits on the couch while everyone watches television and, and yada, yada, yada. It's just the way things are here and that's, kind of a big deal. Another thing that is massively different in Oslo than it is in Nairobi is that there's no strays. Whether it's dogs or cats or anything, there are no stray animals just kind of roaming the streets. Every dog has an owner. Every single cat has an owner. Every dog, every cat, every animal has a home to go to. Yes, they go and explore, you know. You'll be walking down the street and you'll bump into a cat kind of just doing her own thing and it's okay, because at the end of the day, that cat has a home to go to, has somewhere to go where somebody's taking care of it and feeding it and etc. In Nairobi, oh my gosh, there are dogs and cats without owners everywhere. They are laying on the side of the road, they're laying in the road, they're sneaking into people's gardens and stealing food from the kitchens or whatever. I mean, it's, it is insane how many stray animals there are in Nairobi, in all of Kenya. Another thing that happens here, and I might be wrong about this, I haven't done much research on it, but I believe that there's such a thing as dog insurance, where you actually get insurance for your dog so that should it be hurt or anything happens, the insurance company is going to pay out for the bills or whatever. That's kind of pretty cool. Um, it's, I think it's also required for all dogs. Like, it's something that you should get, not something that is suggested. I don't know. I don't know how it works, but this just shows how serious people are about their pets here. 
dogs are really hard to take care of in a city like Oslo and there are a lot of checks and balances and and you know regulations that have been taken into consideration so that these animals have good homes and there's no animals just kind of out there uh, roaming the streets with no homes to go to and it also helps with keeping things clean I mean, the amount of times that I've had to dodge stepping in dog poo in the streets of Nairobi is absolutely ridiculous. And the amount of times I have actually ended up stepping in some dog poo is even more ridiculous. But that is not, I mean, I'm, I'm not saying that it never happens here. There are people who don't pick up their dog's poop after the dog has taken a poop. There are people everywhere. But it's less common here because there's no dogs in the street. Those dogs are attached to humans. And it's just socially unacceptable to not clean up after your dog. Nobody likes to step in dog poop. And to be quite frank, you see somebody's dog take a poop and you don't pick up that poop, put it in a little doggy poop bag and throw that in the bin, you're going to get funny looks. I mean, some people will straight up walk to you and just be like, clean up after your dog. Okay, so I've mostly just spoken about dogs here. Taking care of cats in Oslo is significantly simpler. I mean, cats are easy. Cats are low maintenance. Cats are very independent, you know, as long as they have food and water and a way to get out of the house, you know, they're, they'll just kind of do their own thing and they'll keep coming back to say hi and cuddle and whatever. So it would be easier to get a cat in Oslo but I want a dog. Thank you for putting up with all the mentions of the word poop in this episode. Annoyingly enough, the letter P is one of those letters that kind of hits the microphone really badly. So if any of you are knowledgeable about sound, it probably annoyed you every single time I said poop because you hear this all the time. Anyhow, thank you for listening about dogs in Kenya and in Norway. I would have liked to introduce you guys to Benny so he can say hi to everybody, but he's asleep right now, so maybe next time. that ladies and gents is all i have for you today thank you very much for listening do not forget to subscribe like and comment you can listen to this podcast anywhere podcasts are available literally anywhere if you're using itunes i would love it if you left a review i also enjoy hearing from all of you so drop me a message in my facebook page on instagram or on twitter at tracy jacobson the facebook page is www.facebook.com forward slash tracy talks if you would like to feature on the show or if you just want to say hi, feel free to write me on karibunorge at gmail.com. That's K-A-R-I-B-U-N-O-R-G-E at gmail.com. Otherwise, once again, thank you very much for listening and we will see you next week. <laughs>